Pain Train Productions presents Arch Rivals Football Season 2. Your starting lineup, Ricky Litwinkowicz, Alex Aldape, Todd Rosenfeld, and Nicholas Russell. Enjoy the show. Here we are today, the two of just the two of us, just the two of us. Hey, you we, and I, <laughs> we try just the two of us. <laughs> What's up, man? I'm going to try to share the show out a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, how's everybody doing this evening? What's going on, Stephen Waldman? Yeah, what's up, Steve? The chat is not showing up in here, and I'm just not happy about it. Oh, the chat box. It's, it's most definitely everything. right. Oh, I was going to say, I, I can see it on the right here. We'll put it on top of everything. On top of everything. Still not showing up. Okay, well. Guess it's not going to show up for this show. Well, don't care. <laughs> no hair, don't care. We're running this. Ricky's working. He's on his way. Um, Nick, how was your day today? I can't complain, dude. It's gotten insanely cold out here in the uh, good old Midwest. It's been raining all day. Uh, it stopped, and uh, work was kind of busy. But I got home. I uh, I decided to redo my guy on uh, on um, Madden, and I, I decided to create a scrambler this time. And I got drafted by the Raiders. And after Hell uh, yeah. Yeah, dude, after a slow start, we're starting to pick it up now. You know, Josh Jacobs was missing for four weeks. I had to run with Jalen Richard. And he, it's just, he ain't bad, but he he's not bad, but it's not the same. It's not the same, dude. No, it's, it's definitely not the same, dude. And uh, honestly, I'm so proud of that fucking guy. Like, honestly, after sh- after that, we, uh, you know, I know we talked about a little bit, uh, talked about, a little bit about him on Tuesday, but honestly, after after the game against the Bears. The whole losing, losing uh, Khalil Mack, the whole Khalil Mack trade was devastating to me because I, dude, I've got a dog that we had to turn his name to Macaroni instead of Mac, right? <laughs> and you know, I named my pit bull after the guy. But uh, now seeing that one of our first round picks that we got for Mac running that oh there's the chat room there we go it's it's showing up there it's showing up uh but what seeing one of those first round draft picks uh it was fantastic i was so ecstatic and nick at least we don't have to worry about joe buck we got you guys tonight yeah dude thank god dude hey you know what in fairness in fairness um <sighs> dude joe buck drives me nuts Think I'm I'm glad that he's not in freaking England calling calling the Bucks game at eight thirty in the morning. I don't know how that worked itself out, yeah. but yeah, dude, I'm with you. Um, think about it. Josh Jacob could really be a bear right now instead of yeah, uh, Isaiah be. Washington because um. You know, the Bears could really use a running back right now. Could you imagine how different it would be if they had Josh Jacobs and that Khalil Mack? But at the same time, you know, it's the good old saying that, you know, if uh, I don't know if you ever seen the movie Hustle and Flow yeah. and the 
Remember when the dude told him, hey, if you want quality, you got to pay for it. You know, the Bears went out there and, 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 and kind of sold the farm to get arguably the best defensive player in football, Khalil Mack. And for what it's worth, it's kind of worked on both sides. But I think that win with Oakland last last week can tell you that they have been kind of turning the table, so to speak. Because I remember, what was it, like a couple weeks ago, I was asking you if uh, John Gruden actually had the cojones to really bitch Derek Carr and bring in a Nathan Peterman if he was actually bold enough to do it. But, but Carr has really held his own. And honestly, now, right as of after week five, and I don't care what you guys say about this, um, you want to talk about Derek Carr, but like, oh, well, he doesn't, you know, Mahomes and Chiefs fans, mainly Chiefs fans, well, he doesn't have that many attempts. What are you talking about? You mean he didn't fuck up as much? Is yeah, that what you're telling me? That like you're saying you're judging your quarterback and saying he's the best because and saying mine is shit because mine didn't fuck up as much as yours did so what we have a run game and my quarterback's got a higher percentage than yours does why are you talking shit you're so that means you're got like as the magic as mahomes is then where's the where's the fucking like i I don't understand the problem so obviously he's not that magic because he takes way more chances and Derek carr's a little bit more calculated and on top of that, that's an unfair comparison because the difference between the Raiders and the Chiefs is that the Raiders have a formidable run game. So Derek Carr doesn't need to throw the ball 40 to 45 times a game to get to get by. You know, the Kansas City Chiefs kind of lost everything with Kareem Hunt kind of being out of the mix. And LaShawn McCoy most definitely is not the same running back that he was, you know, in his prime days with Philly and Buffalo. Damian Williams is okay at best, you know, so they don't really have the run game. But, you know, put it to you like this. The Chiefs really miss guys like Tyreek Hill. As a matter of fact, I would just say that they really miss Tyreek Hill because Tyreek Hill was kind of that, um, he was the dynamic piece of that offense so to speak that kind of opened things up for guys like Sammy Watkins in week one for guys like Travis Kelsey and whatnot but now that there's no other home run hitters you can put your because think about like this how many times have you heard any big plays come out of from Travis Kelsey come out this year especially in touchdown grass I mean honestly all I can remember is uh like the he was part of the hook and ladder play from two weeks ago, and, right? And, and that's kind of about it. Yeah. Um. But I mean, I I don't want to sit here, and I and I agree with that. Like Kelsey, Kelsey's a good player. I'd love to have him, but honestly, I'm I'm kind of excited about Darren Waller. I mean, just, I mean, I'm not. I don't want to talk about the Chiefs and the Raiders all night, but I'm just excited about you know like Derek Carr being after Week Five being ranked. Uh, you know, he's a 73%. Um, you can say all you want about his completion, but I also see that think that looks more of a, he's number one right now. Right. So do we talk completion or do we talk calculation execution? Um, maybe, you know, that's neither here nor there, I guess. Right. Um, but also I want to talk about, and I wish I could bring this picture up. This week, uh, actually, yesterday, I, uh, in the Arch Rivals chat, I I sent the picture out. I had yesterday. I had the 
disfortune, I'll just say this, of seeing a poor soul that had in Leota, Kansas, that had painted his trailer, the entire trailer in Miami Dolphins colors with the big, with both the Dolphins, the logo on each side and a go fins. And Nick, I kind of want to ask your opinion about that. How far does it, how far do you take being a Buccaneers fan? Um, not to the point where I'm not to the point to where I'm painting my house or anything like that. Like the, the craziest thing I may have done as a fan was when, um, <laughs> um, you look at the picture now. I'm I'm pulling it up as we speak. Um, was when Florida State played Auburn in the 2000 and hold on, I'm pulling it up right now. Was it 2013 on. national championship game? Uh huh. Um, I put war paint on my face. That's 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 about the the best thing that I have ever done as a fan. I will not do what I'm looking at right now, which looks like. This almost looks like the home that Ray Finkel was in. In um, yes, thank you. Because it, dude, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, no, this looks like the Ray Finkel from Ace Ventura. When when he goes up, to, he's like, "Yes, I'm looking for Ray Finkel, shotgun, and a clean pair of shorts." Yeah, exactly. And so, bro, <laughs> like I'm telling you, but you have to understand, like I can understand that house in like. Like Valdesta, Florida, or like fucking Okeechobee, Lake Okeechobee, or fucking just so anywhere in Florida. Even I'll even go into bits of Georgia and South Carolina. I'll give you that. This is in Leota, fucking Kansas. Yeah, yeah. Damn near close to like top corner of the st- of the, of the state, about twenty miles from the Colorado border. This lonely bastard. Legit painted his house in uh, his entire house. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's not just the front; it's the whole motherfucker. Yeah, no, and, it's the whole crib, dude. It's the whole crib. And I'm just like, bruh, <laughs> like that's the shittiest team in the world. But still, like, it's not even that. Like, I respect the guy for repping his team, but like, man, you gotta have. I, I, I honestly, I'm making fun of it, but at the same time, like, I love his dedication. Yeah. I love his dedication to the Miami Dolphins of all fucking teams. They've probably their hard most hardcore fan lives in Leota, Kansas, a town of about two thousand people. Hey, like just fucking! <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I saw that. And I was like, show his love, it, really, and to show his love for the Miami Dolphins. He's officially made his his trailer look like the official uh, training camps of <laughs> the yeah. training camp facility. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> the training camp facility of the Miami Dolphins. Oh no! Camp. Yeah, hey, Kent, how's it going? Glad to see you're here. Share the show out if you could, buddy. But oh yeah, I had a uh, and had then like two pi- and then like a couple comments later. Who put up the picture of someone who painted their car New York Jets green? Now that was uh, that was Ricky's lady. That was Mitro. Uh, she posted. She's like, "Yeah, well, it could be like this." I'm like, "No, that motherfucker can sell his car someday." Yeah, they that's in New York. That's in fucking yeah. Brooklyn. Yeah, that's cool. I get that. I get somebody like like honestly, Nick. 
I'm so much of a Raider fan that I drive a silver car and I've got drive a silver car. It's got a black interior and it's got silver rims. My wife drives a black car. It's got a black interior and it's got black rims. Like we're silver and black. Like we buy our cars for, for the team, but bro, I ain't painting my house, painting my house silver and black. <laughs> and you, Nicholas you, you, Ganella uh, says go, jets, 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 jets. Yeah. Well, man, that have you ever seen Sully Nicholas? I have not. Is that the is that the movie with Tom Hanks when he crashes into the Hudson successfully? Well, yeah, no, I, have, I haven't seen it yet. No, Nicholas Ganella, the Jets fan. Um, he's the Jets. Sully was is flying your plane, so you've crashed into the Hudson. You just no one survived, and we're only at week six. Anyway, speaking of which, let's get into it. I know we're we're trying to stall wait for Ricky a little bit. We can we can talk about these games and kill some time. Uh, first off, this week, make sure. So, who played Thursday? That was that was the Giants and the Patriots, okay, dude. That's right, the Giants and the Patriots. So, we, first up, we've got. Carolina at Tampa Bay. Yes. What's the what's the spread on that one? The spread is I'm gonna say I don't know how Ricky reads all these either. The Westgate Superbook, the basically the spread is two and a half. Carolina two and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Two dude. and a half to Carolina. Yeah. Um Dude, this 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 game's gonna be interesting, bro. Um, well, you guys beat them last time, didn't you? We beat them last time, but we beat them last time against a hurt Cam Newton. And the biggest advantage for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going into this week is, excuse me, is going to be their run defense. The Bucks still possess the best run defense. No team has rushed for over. No, no running back has rushed for over 100 yards against the Bucks. And we saw last week. Where you saw Carol or uh, what's his name, Christian McCaffrey, just run all over the Jacksonville defense. Um, so that I mean, I it's, I think that's going to be a key, but I still I I think that if Tampa Bay can somehow um, keep Christian McCaffrey the same way they did in week two, there's a good chance that they could win this game. Um, the thing with Tampa Bay is, dude, they got to, once again, I've been saying it for the last three weeks now, dude, they got to fix that secondary. So much so that Tampa Bay defensive back Sean uh, Murphy Bunting went on to Twitter and said that we will turn this around. So they know that they suck right now. They know that they need to be fixed. Um, offensively, though, I love to see the Tampa Bay Buccaneers give the Carolina Panthers a full dose of um, a double full dose of Ronald Jones. I think Ronald Jones is the better of the two running backs at this point between uh, him and uh, um, uh, Peyton Barber. Uh, 
Mike Evans got shut out last week, but I expect him to bounce back in this game this week. Uh, Jameis, I think, is going to have a little bit more of an efficient game. I'm going with Tampa both ways. I'm going to take Tampa to beat Carolina just for the simple fact of I just don't see Christian McCaffrey running against that defense. Plus, the defense gets Devin White back, which is a huge boost. He can go ahead and... um, he can go ahead and uh, cover Greg Olson, and maybe you know that will help out a little bit on the secondary. But I like I like the fact that he's coming back. So now you got some good young legs going into that that linebacking core. So I'm gonna take uh, Carolina both ways against man. Never heard you say that before. Never heard. I'm a little shocked. I'm shocked and appalled. But you know what? I got to agree with you. Um, I kind of agree with uh, Nicholas, with Nick Ganella. I'm going to call him Nick Ganella. I don't know how to pronounce it, but he said the Panthers quarterback is looking better than Cam Newton. I agree with that. I mean, I agree with both of you. Man. I think uh, the one that's the one thing that Tampa Bay is missing, though. They they're secondary. Yeah, it's, it's bad. Just, it 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 is so bad, and I, I I mean, I really think you guys need to be. Sacrifice, like I mean, not even to save the season, but just to set up for next year. Because you have a great team. I, I just think that like somebody like Jalen Ramsey get a couple more dudes in there, and then Tampa's something to fucking talk about. And you guys yeah. still talk like because every on every other aspect, Tampa is something to talk about. But once that that secondary is, which is so crucial, just kills you guys. Yeah, it does. And and they're still, you know, I'm not sure what the thought process between Pot, Todd Bowles, Bruce Arians, and uh, uh, our GM Jason Light is right now. But, I mean, you got till week eight to try and figure this out before you have to make some kind of moves. There's still some talks that maybe the Bucks might entertain bringing in Patrick Peterson, especially when his suspension comes up. Um, there's still some talks about that. Chris Harris Jr. is still another name that could be brought up. He's in Denver. They might want to sell, even though I know they won last week. Um, they might want to sell. So, I mean, I, I still think that there are guys that could really help this secondary, but yeah, man, we we gotta we gotta we got the secondary really needs help right now. It's just it's like if they play zone, they're not in the right zones. If they play man, Vernon Hargraves is getting beat. Yeah. So yeah, dude, it needs help. But and I do agree with uh with uh Nick Ganella where he says that that uh, Jeff Allen has played much better than Cam, and they ruled him out again this week. And I don't think Cam or uh, uh, Cam Newton made the trip to London. I think he stayed back. I could be wrong on that, but I I thought I read something where he stayed back and didn't go to London, which would be crazy in case Jeff Allen gets hurt. But think about it like this. Okay, see, that's if, why I forgot. I forgot about that. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I, I, I that's why I forgot. Like, I was looking like, am I talking about the Thursday game or what? Because I saw 930 and then I was like, oh, that's 930 a.m. I forgot they were playing in London, but please go on. Yeah, dude, we, we get we, we're not as lucky as you guys to play at noon like everybody else. We get the early morning eight yeah dude we got the the uh hammer and eggs game in the morning which is ridiculous but yeah (laughs) the bangers and mash that's right uh 
But yeah, dude, I, I still think I think uh, this is a big game for Tampa Bay because Tampa, I feel like, really needs this win going into their bye week next week. So I think this is going to be a big win to try and stay afloat in the NFC South uh, and try to stay at least a game or two games within New Orleans, especially when they got a game in hand. So hopefully they can get the win and then go two and one into the division going into the bye week. But I'm still taking uh, Tampa. Uh, I'm still taking Tampa both ways. Okay, so next up, and I don't know if we really need to talk about this much, but I mean, this is kind of a, this is kind of a, if you don't pick them, and I'm gonna go the same way. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna go, uh, I'm gonna go with Carolina. So, uh, uh, Baltimore, Cincinnati. Yeah, the spread is eleven. Ten and a half, eleven depends on which which booking agency you look at. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with ten and a half. Okay. What are your thoughts on Baltimore at Cincinnati? You know this this game is interesting because uh, you know I, we know Cincinnati sucks, but we also know that um, do Baltimore's kind of struggled as of late. They have. They you have know they struggled as of late. Yeah, you know, I mean, I feel like they're a better team than the Pittsburgh Steelers, and they let the Steelers hang around in that game last week. Um, but Cincinnati, it's just, in my opinion, they're just so beat up. Like you, like AJ Green is still hasn't played yet, and he's in the midst of of trade rumors, as we mentioned on Tuesday. And then you have. Um, uh, John Ross, who's gone with the shoulder situation. So, you know, he's not going to play. So there's, and you know, Tyler Eifert is like one decent injury away. I don't know if he's even played. So you pretty much have the Joe Mixon show, and then it's just pretty much everybody else. And the defense isn't really worth talking about per se. And so yeah. you would think that this would be a game for Baltimore to go out there and just mollywop them. Yeah. But, but, you know, ever since kind of ever since the Chiefs game, they just really, you know, Lamar Jackson doesn't really look like Lamar Jackson. They've been keeping him on the uh, um, they they've just been really keeping him in the pocket, making him a quarterback. And he's still making some inaccurate throws. But it also doesn't help that they had Hollywood Brown is in concussion protocol, if I'm not mistaken. And they lost a couple other guys, too. So if Lamar Jackson can run the read option game where the run sets up the pass, then Baltimore should have an easy game. Uh, because I think Cincinnati's so beat up, I will still go with Baltimore both ways. Yeah, I'm going to have to go the same way. Like now, now, And I agree with you 100% because... I, Really, Baltimore, honestly, and, and I will go back to that Chiefs game. Last year, if you look, if you, I mean, if you watch game film, you watch those games. Last year, the Balt or the Ravens were the first ones to show all season last season mm -hmm. to show that, oh my God, Patrick Mahomes is a human being. He's not a fuck. He's, he's not the Terminator. He's not a cyborg. He's an actual human being, and he can be taken down. Right. And so that's what I expected because, I, I mean, the you know, Baltimore has done – Baltimore's defense has just notoriously been an amazing defense. And so I expected, you know what, the Chiefs might win, but they might lose. And and the Baltimore won last la, – or lost last year. 
They didn't beat them, but they figured it out. They kept them down in points. And then this year, it's just like Chiefs just beating the shit out of them. Okay, yeah. cool. So I don't understand. I, I agree with you on this. Like I don't think Baltimore's where they need to be. But I still think, I mean, you go, I don't think they're going to mollywop the Bengals. I don't know if I want the spread, um, but I think I'm going to take it just because the Bengals are just that bad because they are right. so beat up. I mean, it, 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 this would be a tough game. And honestly, I kind of hope I don't, I, I'm surprised. I hope I'm surprised. I hope uh, the Bengals come out and beat them. That would be, that would just be a fun upset. But actually, you know what? Hold on a second. I'm going to go with the Bengals just because I just talked myself into it. (laughs) I just talked myself into it and realized that we had a soundboard on here. So that's, uh, that's, that's where I'm going. I'm going with, uh, I'm going to go with the Bengals and the points. Just because I we can't agree on everything, Nick. We've got to have some discussion here. Touche. Next up, we've okay. Well, let's get through this one. Well, I don't know. This could be okay. Um, Seattle at Cleveland. Okay. You know, you know what's funny about about the Cleveland Browns. You know, it's not even so much. And we we were talking. I was kind of actually kind of talking about this before we went off air on Tuesday, where I just think it's hilarious how everyone's flexing on the downfall of Baker Mayfield in his second year. You know, I know that he's. I know he's surrounded by talent. But let me ask you this question. It, 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 I guess it's worth asking: Is we know that. Odell Beckham Jr. is a really good wide receiver, but is he the wide receiver for Baker Mayfield? No. You, you get what I'm saying? No, like, he's okay, absolutely not. Exactly, because this here's the thing. Like, We know that a lot of the wide receivers in the game nowadays have always been about me and you know being the quote-unquote diva, so to speak. But I mean, come on, man. Uh, there's no way that with Jarvis Landry and with Odell Beckham Jr. that this team struggles the way they do. And and it starts kind of starts up front. Like the offensive line has not been good this year. Uh, the defense is kind of hit or miss. But everyone just kind of expected, you know, everyone expected um Baker Mayfield just to come out and throw for 5,000 yards and 50 touchdowns, and it hasn't really worked out. And I just think it's funny that everyone would walk around and be like, oh, well, we, you know, I told you that Baker Mayfield was going to suck, and I told you he wasn't going to be any good, and now everyone's freaking geniuses and and, and just, just praying on the downfall of Baker Mayfield. But at the same time, some of that stuff has been his own fault. You know, he has gone out and has had the perennial foot and mouth disease, you know, where, you know, he swears up and down that some of the success of some of the guys he's played with is because of him. You know, this is the same Baker Mayfield that after Hugh Jackson got fired and went over to Cincinnati and was the offensive coordinator or whatever, you know, he went over there and had to flex in front of, you know, uh, um, of Hugh Jackson. Um, 
The thing about Seattle, though, is 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 Russell Wilson each week is just getting much, so much better as a quarterback. And if you looked at some of those throws, especially the one that he did to Tyler Lockett in the game last week against L.A. Yeah. was just absolutely insane. You would have thought that ball was getting thrown away, but it wasn't. And, you know, what's his name? Caught it. Uh, Ty Lockett with two feet in. It's just amazing. Uh, the run game is still kind of non-existent, but if they ever do get that run game going, and I think if they're another team that could really benefit for some help, secondary help, because, you know, their secondary is kind of taking a big hit now that Earl Thomas isn't there. And I know they've been out without Richard Sherman for a couple of years, but he's not there. But uh, I'm going to take Seattle on the road uh, both ways, whatever the spread is. It's just, yeah, the spread I think, is, and I, I thank you for covering for me on that. I, I forgot to take my pre-show pee break. And, no, you uh, and, it, and it just like, I was trying to hold it. It's like, oh no, you've got to do this now. <laughs> I was looking for receptacles like can I do this no they're totally gonna hear it but uh no the spread is uh one and a half yeah dude I'm I'm taking Seattle both ways yeah uh, yeah yeah I'm gonna uh, I'm going to agree with it I agree with a lot of what you said too because I I, I really do feel I know we kind of joked about it uh Tuesday but uh, about Cleveland being a quarterback killer or a Heisman killer and I mean and I don't think like he didn't even get a Heisman, did it? Did he? Baker Mayfield is a Heisman. He's a Heisman. See that that yep. that is the one thing. I do think that Cleveland they get these Heisman Trophy winning quarterbacks, and it's just, but they're they've been so bad for so long they don't know what to do with them. And I mean, you look at like Manziel, and he turned into a one hell of a cokehead. And I mean, he was really good at that. But like, other than that, like they, they didn't build anything around him. I, I think that Cleveland is trying to build around Mayfield. And if they can keep him out of commercials and keep him out of like shotgunning beers on TV, right? They've got a good. They've got a good. They've got a good quarterback. They just need to build around him. And I think what the the mistake that they made was like you were talking like we talked about before I had to run to the bathroom. Um, OBJ, that's, uh, that's not, that's not his receiver. Right. Like you, the, but they're trying to force it. Like, all right, well, we got, we got Odell Beckham. We got Baker Mayfield. We're going to, we're going to win some football, right? There's no, you can't force it. There's no, I don't even think there's much chemistry there. I agree. Between on. the two players. If, if, if not, like the, if, if there was chemistry, then they wouldn't be looking at trading uh, Odell Beckham to the Raiders so easily. Yep. They would try to work with it. Like, that's the thing with Terrell Williams. That's why we, we you know, we're, you know, uh, and I, I hate to keep quoting the Raiders, but that's why they they keep, like, moving guys out. Who Who's going to get chemistry? They're looking for people that have chemistry with Derek Carr. Right. And so they're building, they're building a team. And I, I, I like Gruden. I mean, trust the process, but I'm not, I'm not saying that Cleveland needs to do that, but they, they're trying to force it. And I think yeah. that's what they did with Manziel. I think they need to pull off. And I agree with you. I'm going to go, I'm going to go uh, Seattle all the way with that because I just don't think Cleveland knows what to do. I think they got so excited about Mayfield last year that they're just like, Oh, Guys, we won. Hey, guys, mom, mom. Hey, dad, call. Wake mom up. We won a game. Yes. Every single 
games. It was like we won eight, Ma. I'm not a I'm not that kid that you said I was gonna turn out to be. I'm actually somebody now. That's 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 what they were doing. And so now they're just like, well, let's just throw all this shit at him. And he's just like, no, man, that's not the that that's not the quarterback that he is. And there's no chemistry there. So yeah, I mean I'm gonna go with Seattle. Let's see what we have up here next. Okay. Houston, Kansas City. Ooh. Ooh. Mmm. And this game's in Kansas City? It is at Kansas City. Okay. Um the spread is. Let me check all my sources here. Yeah, it, it's Kansas City laying four to the te- to the Texans. Yeah, dude. You know, Kansas City last week made Patrick Mahomes, as you mentioned about uh, the, him earlier, made him look like a human being. You know, it didn't make him look like the Terminator. You know, the 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 defense was there. Now, now, albeit that Patrick Mahomes was supposedly hurt going into the. Uh, he was, I guess, hurt uh, for a couple of weeks now. No, he's, and, he got hurt like the second game of the season. Yeah. And they didn't take him out. He went out for one play and then came back in. And and like I said on Tuesday, if I'm Andy Reid, and God, I hope I'm never that fat. And I, if I get that fat, I'm never going to wear red. Right. <laughs> but... um. If I look, if I'm Andy Reid, my the most the, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, you're I'm benching you. Like fuck you, dude. Like you got a bad ankle. All right, you're sitting out for the next three weeks. Even right. if we suffer, because I know that once he's fully fully healthy, he's I've got this powerhouse right here that can get us still to the playoffs. That is that is me as like thinking as a coach, and you know, and I only played high school football. That's that is my thought. That man let him go back in that second game, and he's been getting hit, and for four more games, right? So, well, well, actually, three more because we're now we're you know we're into week five or six, and but last week was week five. Like, dude, that hit that Justin Justin Houston clobbered him. Yeah, he did. Clobbered him, and when he got stepped on by Cameron Irving, his own, his own uh, guy, you know, it made it seemingly worse. And you know that Patrick Mahomes a lot of times makes his bread and butter by scrambling out of the pocket, and he was a pocket passer, and it fed right into the teeth of the defense of the Indianapolis Colts. Um, on the side of the Houston Texans, dude. Deshaun Watson came out last week and did exactly what he was supposed to do against the Atlanta Falcons on that offense and dropped 50 points on those clowns. And I think I think with um I think with uh with Deshaun Watson, I feel like he's starting to grab his confidence back, you know? And I agree hundred percent. Yeah, and the one thing that you've always mentioned is that the Kansas City Chiefs defense is not that good. And with that being said, you know, I, I think I think Houston goes into Kansas City on the upset and really rides that train a little oh, bit yeah. harder. No, no, no. Because if you had if you were having problems with 
with uh you know Marlon Mack. I think you're gonna get a, a, a huge dose of Duke Johnson. Mm-hmm. I think that Deshaun Watson is gonna throw all over that defense. And if and he could have I wouldn't say he's gonna go for four twenty six and five like he did last week, but I can have see him having a huge game. I'm gonna go with Houston on the upset plus the points plus the four and a half because I think that if as long as Patrick Mahomes is not a hundred percent, the Kansas City Chiefs at best are just an average team. And and I think the Houston Texans go in there knowing that they're in a dogfight in the South and this is a must win for them. I know it's, it's crazy saying it this early into the season, but it, it is what it is. And they're going to uh, I think Houston goes in there, upsets Kansas City this week. And I agree with you 100 percent. I'm going to go with you the, the, the exact same way. And mainly because, I mean, I'm not trying to just agree with you, you know, because because it's easy, but. You have to look at this. I'm looking at the injury report right now. Patrick Mahomes' name is nowhere on it. He's not listed as questionable. He's not listed as doubtful, not out, uh, or definite. He is all, He is playing that game. Tyreek Hill, still questionable. Like you, That's the one thing that, that's honestly infuriating me about the Kansas City Chiefs. And they're my enemies. But at the same time, I don't want here's the deal. I don't want those guys to win a Super Bowl. I don't want them to win a Super Bowl because they've only won one. And if they win a Super Bowl, all my friends, because I'm in Dodge City, Kansas, all of my friends are gonna be, oh yeah, remember about remember the time the Chiefs won the Super Bowl back in 2019? <laughs> and and it'll be 2029, and I'll still be fucking hearing about it. 90 other teams have won the Super Bowl. But they'll still talk about that second trophy they got. <laughs> but I, I, I don't wish any will, ill will for them. My thing is, is like you are fucking up a good quarterback. You need to bench him right now. After that, after all that shit that happened to him last week. If I'm the coach, that quarterback that we're sitting in the secondary, I would take the loss against the Texans, and still know that my quarterback is resting. And I know that he could still get me with a four and one record. I know he can still get me to the playoffs once he's right. healthy. Right. It's, and it, it's like an ankle sprain. It's not, there's no fractures. It's a sprain. He's out for a couple weeks. That's it. Like, right. That's so stupid that you're just going to like, they should have, they should have sat him down after week two when he got hurt the same week, uh, same week Tyree kill got hurt. They should have sat his ass down you're like, look, bro, we're going to need you for the long run. There's 16 weeks to go. We're in week two. We'll sit you out a couple weeks. Maybe we'll take a couple L's. But, hey, we know you're going to come back with that fucking hot fire and go with it. And right. that's what they're not doing. I feel like they're trying to force their way to a Super Bowl, and they're going to really hurt this kid. And maybe he'll end up retiring. Right. I, I mean, he'll end up retiring early. I think they're, I, I I don't know, call me pessimistic, but I think they're wasting this kid in Oakland. All right, not Oakland, Jesus Christ. I want him to go to Oakland. But uh, I think they're wasting this kid in Kansas City. They're going to use him up and then spit him out, just like they did. Um, Alex Smith. Yeah, Alex Smith. That's too funny. Oh, yeah, remember when the boys went to the Super Bowl? Yeah, 1969, was it? Yeah. Where's the last one? Them fruit booty raiders then run went to the Super Bowl. Ha ha! I can only imagine you catching hell for that. Oh, dude, we were like, man, we 
you, the Raiders suck. Like, dude, I've got I've got a tattoo that commemorates my Super Bowl wins, and each skull on my arm uh, is represents a ring. And uh, there's three of them. How many right. skulls are on the Chiefs guys are? Yeah. <laughs> one. One sad and lonely skull in a lonely little graveyard. Anyways, anyways, let's not. I don't want to talk any more shit. But I I, I, I I, don't feel like we're talking shit. I just feel like there's the potential of a Tom Brady as quarterback that they're just like, oh, well, he's going to play. We need him. We need him. We need him so bad. He's going to play. Yeah. Like, you're going to fuck this kid up. Yeah. And turn him into a cripple by the time. And he's only, what, 23? Yeah, I think Mahomes is only like 23, 24. Yeah, some runner. All right. So next up. Well, this game needs no introduction. Uh, the As you call them, the Aints or the New Orleans Saints versus Jacksonville. You know this game. What, uh, what's the spread on that one? Uh, I'm pulling it up. Two and a half. Jacksonville yeah. laying two and a half to the Saints. Wow. Um, you know this game's interesting because, uh, and I, you know what? Another thing is, and I just got this report on my phone uh, earlier today. I guess Alvin Kamara is on the injury report. Is questionable. He didn't practice on Friday with some kind of ankle injury, so uh, that could really come into play uh, come Sunday. But this game is interesting because you know Jacksonville really fought hard for the most part against um, against Carolina last week, and you know the Saints are are coming up. The the Saints the Saints claim the fame is going to be their defense right now. I know Teddy yeah. Bridgewater looked good against Tampa last week uh, against a, a, a beat secondary. Um, I think that Jacksonville secondary is going to be much better, but it's, it's going to throw fits. But I think it's that defense, man. Like, Marshawn, Lush, um, I just messed up his name. Marshawn Lattimore yeah. was getting cooked in the first three games, but he has come alive in the last two. He shut down Amari Cooper two weeks ago. He shut down Mike Evans last week, and that's huge for the New Orleans Saints defense. Um, Gardner Minshew, I think, is has been beaten up this year, per se, but I think that if Jacksonville can get uh, Leonard Fournette going to where you're not trying to make Gardner Minshew the second coming of Peyton Manning, I think they can beat New Orleans, so I'm going to take Jacksonville uh, minus the points. I think they, I think they get the better of New Orleans this week. And for what it's worth, for for and it, let's say if the Saints do lose, then at the end of the day, dude, Drew Brees is going to be coming back within the next few weeks. At least they think so. So you're going to be getting Drew back, and Teddy Bridgewater did exactly what he was supposed to do, which was hold down the fort until Drew comes back. So, but uh, yeah, dude, I like Jacksonville minus the points. You know, um, I'm 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 torn on this one because honestly, I kind of like Mishnu. I, I really do. I I really like that guy. Like just like, but he's just one of those like you know the quarterbacks that you love. Like just the backup that just like gets a season thrown at him first first game. He's like, all right. Never played it down to pro football and then turns out to be a badass. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm going to go with the Saints. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Saints on this one. I, I, Their defense, man, 
God. I really, I really, their defense is badass. They have one of the best defenses in the NFL. Right. And, uh, and so I can't, and I agree with you. Like the, the team can play without Drew Brees and they, yeah, they had a couple hiccups, but I mean, Teddy Bridgewater, he's no joke. Right. So, yeah, I'm going to go with the Saints with the points on that one. See, we've disagreed about stuff, folks. Oh, all, yeah. All, all five of you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what do we have next? We've got Philly and Minnesota. Not that that's going to be a good game. Honestly, that's- I think that might be that, that may, might be the best of the one o'clock games. Yeah, that's that's going to be a really good game. And uh, uh, what's the, what's the spread on that one? The spread on that one is three. Uh, Minnesota laying three to Philly. Yeah, Philly coming off that win against the Jets. At this point, everyone's really beating the Jets. Uh, Minnesota coming off their big win against the New York Giants to stay afloat in the NFC North. Um, I think my question, my matchup in this game is going to be the Minnesota running game against the Philadelphia defense. Uh, The Philly defense, you know, like I said, they stepped up last week. uh, Two weeks ago, they actually had what was probably the biggest stand when they uh, stopped uh, the Green Bay Packers in their – uh, when they stopped Green Bay in the red zone, first and goal at the one, and they couldn't run a yard, and they stopped them. Um, I think Minnesota might be able to run the ball a little bit against against Philadelphia. And on top of that, let me say this too, because um, I know Philly's kind of been – they're still kind of banged up. I don't think Deshaun Jackson's playing this week. Um, I don't think that um, there's somebody else that they're missing this week as well. So I think if Minnesota could somehow get their defense to stop Philadelphia, and I think they're going to run the ball at will against Philly to where Kirk Cousins doesn't need to throw the ball more than 15 times. So I like. Well, they're missing Corey Clement. He's out. Yeah. So, so I mean, I like. Uh, yeah, I like. I like Minnesota in this game. I think Minnesota's going to end up winning. Uh, I think they're going to run all over Philadelphia, and uh, I think the Vikings stay on their winning ways. You know, you know, I really agree with that. Um, you know, that's the thing. I'm trying to like pick games where I can actually disagree, but Philly's Philly's been. They're hurt, man. They're so hurt this year. Yeah. And I don't want to. I mean, I'm looking at stats. I mean, Carson Wentz, he's not been. He does. You know what? Actually, I like Carson Wentz a little bit more than I do like Kirk Cousins. And I kind of hate. I do have a small hatred in my heart with Kirk Cousins because I think he's very overrated. Oh, easily. He's starting to prove to me that he's a. not overrated, right? I'm like, I'm like, you know, oh yeah, Kirk Cousins, very overrated quarterback, and then, and then he starts winning games and beating the shit out of people. I'm like, listen, dude, um, I already made this decision that you were overrated, and now you're proving. I don't like to be proven wrong, but I'm, I'm, I've been proven wrong. So, uh, but at the same time, like looking at total yardage, I like Carson Wentz. And Howard together, I really. Uh, but but 
I, I really like those two together. I mean, Howard had four TDs last weekend. So I'm going to go with Philly. I'm going to go with Philly and, you know, the spread, you know, the Vikings are laying three or uh, the Eagles are taking or laying three to the Vikings. I'm going to take Philly with the points. We're not taking the points. For sure. I'm ta- I'm not going to take the points on that one because I, I think it's going to be a pretty close game. Okie dokie. Dominoki. Do those transitions on money in the bank, by the way. Dude. Are they? Are they? You yes. like them? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. All right. So, what do we have next? We've got. Okay. Let's not just. Let's dawdle on this one a little bit. Actually, no. Let's talk this one up. Oh, hold on. I gotta get. <laughs> I gotta stop laughing. Here we go. Um, we've got Washington versus Miami. Oh, snap. Somebody's got to win. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, I had to get into it. Like, come on. Like, this game is too funny. To not talk about, to not like give it the best intro. So let's get right into it. I mean, the Miami Dolphins versus the Washington Redskins. The Redskins have just fired their head coach. God, I hope he doesn't go to my team. One's 0 and 5, one's 0 and 4. Somebody will lose this game. Somebody will lose the first round draft pick or the first overall pick. Mm hmm. Yeah, um, is this is is this just a straight up pick them or is someone really favored in this no. game? Miami's laying three. Miami's laying three and a half to fucking Washington. Wow, dude. Yeah, you know it, the, the Washington Redskins are so frustrating because, dude, defensively this team is good. You know, you went outside Landon Collins, Josh Norman's a decent um. A defensive bag. Montez Sweat is a really good rookie coming out of Mississippi State. And then you still had Jonathan Allen you drafted last year coming out of Alabama. I, I feel like that there's so much talent on this defense that this there's no way that teams were just chopping them up throughout the entire season. And um you know, with Miami, you know, I know that since they brought in Josh Rosen, they've been a, a little bit more competitive. Um, but they're still getting blown out, though. So I think with this game, I just it depends on me on who's starting quarterback for Washington. You know, Case Keenum catches a lot of hell, but I think a lot of that hell he catches is is insanely unfair. Um, first of all, I don't think Case Keenum ever should have uh, been let go out of Minnesota in in uh, hindsight for uh, what's his name's goofy ass uh, Kirk Cousins and Case Keenum really hasn't had an fair shake since then. He went to Denver and has it and, and for whatever reason struggled and now he's in Washington and they struggle and Washington really doesn't have any wide receivers to talk about. Jordan Reed can't stay healthy. Adrian Peterson's like 40 years old still trying to run um but believe it or not, just because that they fired Jay Gruden, that idiot, 
I can I can go against the grain and I can say that I think I'll take Washington in the upset plus the points. Uh, you know, there's nothing really right to write home or get with Miami outside of the simple fact that they um, just came off the bye week. Um, I, I think if I look at these two teams, I think there's more talent on the Redskins. So I'll take the Redskins plus the points. And I'm going to agree with you on this one because I agree with you. I think Case Keenum's got a bad rap. Like he's never been given a chance that he went into like, and I didn't really follow him when he was on the Vikings, but I followed him a lot when he was in Denver because it's in my conference. But I just don't think that that guy was given a fair shot. Like he went into a broken Denver team a very broken Denver team. And then they're just like, oh, fuck it. Get rid of them. They're, they're tr- Denver's still trying to find a Peyton Manning and they're not trying to do what they did with Manning and like build a team around him. Like that, that that's, I, the one, that, that's one of those things about these teams. Like they're like these one and others are like throwing these guys. Oh, this guy's garbage. I don't think case scheme was bad, but Denver had him for what a year. And then they tossed him to fucking, they they tossed him out to uh, Washington. Yeah, I think he's he's got more experience. Josh Rosen, I think, is a great quarterback. I think he just he 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 was also one of those quarterbacks. He was wasted by Arizona, and he's yeah. going to be wasted in Miami. Yep. But I I think I'm going to agree with you. Just the fact of the firing, and I'm going to go with. And I can't remember the guy's name. Well, when when Derek Carr played his first game in 2014, they had just fired their head coach and Bill Callahan. Callahan, and they just and then Jack Del Rio, the offensive coordinator, took over. And then at the last four seasons, we won all four games with with Derek Carr and Jack Del Rio coaching. So I'm gonna go with just channeling 2014 i'm gonna go with washington on that because they do have way more players statistically washington should be way better than it is and i think it's only jay gruden that fucked this all up yeah i couldn't agree with you more okay um let's get into We've got a few more, folks, if you're sticking around. Now we're getting to the 4 o'clock games. Uh, this is a good one. This is going to be a really good game. Um, San Francisco at L.A. Oh, agreed. Um, L.A. as in the Rams? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, oh. I forget. I forget that they're sharing a city, and that really throws me off all the time, but... <laughs> This this is good. Bay Area versus 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 L.A. And honestly, and I'm gonna I'm gonna quote you know it's something Ricky does, doesn't usually do, but I'm gonna quote the percentage matchup predictor from ESPN. ESPN gives L.A. fifty six percent chance of winning and San Francisco forty three percent. And I really don't think they update that very often because I. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? The spread is three. The Rams are, are the San Francisco's laying three to the Rams. 
as they should, do the San Francisco 49ers defensively is something else. This team is so good uh, defensively with DeForest Buckner, uh, Nick Bosa, um, um, who else they got in that front seven? I'm thinking of Quan Alexander's up there. Um, and there's somebody else that they got. Dude, that front seven is so amazing. Uh, the thing about the thing that I'm really impressed with with the San Francisco 49ers is the run game. And that's one thing that I think the Atlanta Falcons miss is that they don't have Kyle Shanahan to really um focus on that uh, on that run game. And and that's what that's the benefits that uh the Washington, I mean the San Francisco 49ers have have had just for the simple fact of look at what they're doing now. Last week, Matt Breida had over a hundred yards rushing and a touchdown. Tevin Coleman was right behind him with like I think he had like 96 or 97 yards. Do they run the ball at will to set up the pass for Jimmy Garoppolo? And the thing with Jimmy is Jimmy didn't need to throw for a lot of yards for them to win that game last week, uh, San Francisco Monday night against Cleveland. Um, the one thing that Ricky does bring up, and it still has been a glaring issue, that the Los Angeles Rams run defense is just it's non existent. And that's because people are willing to triple team, double team, and triple triple team Aaron Donald. Mm-hmm. And and you know, once you get past Aaron Donald, there's really, you know, no other defense. I mean, yeah, Dante Fowler Jr. is good, and you know, Clay Matthews is there, and you know, he's kind of come back to what he was in green bay but it's really not saying a lot so um i'm like i said i'm very impressed with san francisco i've been impressed with the way kyle shanahan has really run this team i'm gonna go with san francisco lane the three and i'm not gonna really get into this i really don't have a lot to say about this game but uh i i I, I, i'm gonna go with san francisco laying the three I mean, I I like what Jimmy G's doing, and I, I was one of like his firm, like oh this guy isn't shit. He's washed up, you know. He was a backup for the Patriots. He was just a he's like uh, he went to San Francisco. Cool, they suck. Awesome. Let's just like you know like move along, and then all of a sudden, well, because last year he got hurt and what he broke his leg in game two. Yeah. I was like, "Well, there you go. That's what you get for getting the for getting the Patriots leavings," and uh, which is a real dickhead thing to say. But at the same time, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, he came, look, a lot of people that come from the Patriots. There's a few that I like that that play well for my team. But uh, other than that, like I'm like, "Oh, he's Patriots leavings. Who cares about him? He broke his leg in the second game, and I don't know why I took a, a New Jersey accent from it, but that's where I feel that hate came from, New Jersey, because everybody hates it. Right. Uh, but no, Jimmy G, like, man, he... Boy's on fire. This girl is on fire! Oh, hold on. Let, let's let, let's not have me sing. I came in like a wrecking ball. Just like that. So I'm going to go with you. I'm going to go with San Francisco. Yes, sir. Uh, hold on. We've got some messages here. I think I think I think the uh, I think the man is ready. The man is ready. All right, Ricky. Hold on a second. Let me uh, do a little surgery. 
We've got a treat for all of you today. Let me just unlock a few things. We're just going to do a little surgery on the air with everybody. I don't want to make Nick that big, but I'll make myself a little smaller. Yeah, now we're all the same size. And then we're going to add the homie before he even gets here. All right, Ricky, call in. Let me add you to this call. I came in like a wrecking ball. Exactly. Ricky, you threw me off guard. Threw me way off guard. I came in like a wrecking ball. Ricky, are you there? Oh, Ricky. Oh, Ricky, are you there? Oh, yes, I am. I'm oh, so alive. Oh, he's so alive. <laughs> I, I feel so alive. Well, I got I to gotta tell you, I go to work tonight, right? And I didn't know that high school was doing 13-minute quarters. Yeah. So, like, by 8.20, the, like, the first half was over. I'm like, you got to be kidding. We, we just got here. <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> First place to first place lost the uh, the championship game. Really? Yeah, it was horrible. They got blown out thirty-one to six. What are they playing? Are they playing like Division Two or Division One? It's it's high school. It's high school. Are they playing six A or are they playing? I don't know what they're playing, but I, either way, I was sitting there and I'm I, the, the game went really ultimately quick. Like I did not expect. Like they played uh, twelve minute quarters instead of fifteen minute quarters. Yeah. No idea. So, but good job carrying the show, guys. Appreciate it. Well, Hell we don't right. carry shit. We are the shit, and I'm just saying that me and Nick are fucking superior to all people, and except for you. And believe me, I was listening equal, to it. I'm, you're an equal. I was listening to it on the way home. Anyways, okay, so I'm glad you're here. Let me. I've got to. I've got to fix your. I've got to fix your screen right quick. There you are, all beautiful and stuff. Well, he's known as Todd right now. I don't know if you see that. Oh no, no, no that you know. I, I I've been working on that, buddy. All I got to do is this, and do that. Well, at least I showed up to work. It's, uh... <laughs> that I can say, I showed up to work. <laughs> where, where is he? I'm, I'm concerned about Todd because I don't know where he is. And I'm, uh, do we need to call? You live in the same house that he does, Ricky. So my question is: Do we need to send a search party? Um, is he maybe <laughs> having the sex? And that's weird because that's your, he's your brother-in-law, and I understand that. You probably don't want to walk in. I have no idea. I'm just saying, I left I'll the, walk in there. And I left my house at 4 o'clock, and as far as I know, there was a, 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 a Todd appearance. After that, no idea. Well, 
there's not much we can do then. We'll just, we'll, you know, thoughts and prayers go out to Todd. Um, I hope you've, I, I mean, I hope you didn't, I, you know, what if he, like, the aspartame really got to him? Because he drinks all that diet soda. He does. Really not good for him. Yes, he does. I know he's got a condition that he needs to drink diet soda, but the shit that's in the diet soda could kill him. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I overanalyze a bunch of stuff. But All right. Any, anyways, let me pull this thread back up since we added you. Um, what game are we talking about, Nick? Remind me. Uh, San Francisco, San Francisco LA. LA. So, all right. We've got, and I don't know if I believe this spread, so I'm going to check ESPN2. Um, there's no way that, okay. Okay. Uh, so, next up we've got, well, go ahead. Well, the line Ricky. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, you guys can hear me? No, the whole season. Okay, oh. I just got kicked off for a second. Do you guys hear me at all? I hear yeah. you. I'm going to make sure we're still online. Uh, we're still there. I, I just got knocked off, I think. That was weird, dude. Like, the, my whole screen just seized up, and then... Uh, cool. Anyways. Uh, well, the, the the one point that I wanted to bring, I had sent out to... Uh, the, the, the missing one was home teams were only 31 43 and one straight up on picks and for 29 48 and one against the spread. Okay. So in other words, the, uh, the spreads for a lot of the games this year didn't cover. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that on the fan. Uh, when I was listening to um, Evan and Joe, I think it was on Wednesday that the uh, that the home teams had been struggling as far as uh, trying to cover the spreads. Yeah, it was a little weird on that on that spot, but it was it was one of those numbers that really does like it sticks out a lot. Now, especially like this year, we decided to do the spreads to give it a little bit more of a challenge for us to, you know, make these picks because we're doing the straight up picks, but yet we're also doing the spreads and the numbers on the spreads, like some, like two or two or three of us are over 500. Right. And I think like one or two of us is like deathly under 500. And that was as of, uh, I think like Monday, I think that was the, the, the pretty much the run out for it. Right, 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 right. So, this this spreads this year because some of them have been just ridiculously large. Like a lot of people are like, yeah, I don't know if that spread will really cover. For example, last night's game, it was a fifteen point. I think it was a fifteen or a seventeen point spread going into the game. 
17. Yeah. And the parent, the, the Patriots had just barely covered that in the fourth quarter. So that was, uh, again, like a lot of the spreads this year have been really large. Sorry, I was checking. I was making sure everything was working. So we're doing like. All right. So you guys are up to Atlanta and Arizona, right? Absolutely. Ricky, why don't you ramrod this just like you're so good at? I, tr- I I can't do it as good as you, man. I can't do it, but I did a good job. I, I give you a ton of credit for it. I've been I've been teaching you. In my mouth tonight, but uh, <laughs> I tried. Well, I would put my I would put a gun in my mouth for this one because it's Atlanta visiting Arizona. Atlanta laying two and a half under over fifty one. Dang, Atlanta's laying. Where is this game in Arizona? Yes, it is. Yeah, dude, I'm t- I'm taking Arizona. Dude, Atlanta's defense is so bad. Kyler Murray's got a little bit of mo coming in from last week's win. Uh, Atlanta just gave up fifty something points, and Will Fuller looked like you know the the second coming of Marvin Harrison or Reggie Wayne last week under Deshaun Watson. So I'm going to take uh, I'm going to take Ariz- Arizona uh, plus the points. Well. I know Alex. I, I Alex never, is probably sitting there fuming I, I, about this I, one. I, I I have strong feelings about Arizona, and I really don't like. I've seen the stadium. Their stadium looks like the Michelin Man shit, and I'm gonna go completely <laughs> off base with this. Um, I don't like Arizona um, as a state. I kind of think it's. I wish uh, I could get really religious and like weird with it, but. Uh, I think it was um I think it was an afterthought of the United States. It's just like, oh hey, we just won this from Mexico. What do we do with it? Ah, well, make it a state. So uh, I I really don't like it as a state, uh, but and I don't like their team. I really wish Kyler Murray because I enjoyed watching Kyler Murray play. I really wish he'd have gone somewhere else. Um, and same with Larry Fitzgerald. I'm gonna go against. Arizona. I'm going to go with Atlanta. The Dirty Birds. A good old South classic favorite. The Dirty Birds. A team owned by the people. I really... I mean, the, the game to me is a pick em. I... It, it, I, uh, yeah. I think personal hate is going to go into this one more than the actual stats. But I'm pretty sure... Actually, okay. Erase everything I said. Stats-wise, Kyler Murray... Is gonna run over the, all over uh, the Falcons' defense. Like that, he's too good of a player and too crappy of a scenario that uh, he's gonna come and let the uh, the Falcons come into his house and not. He's got he's got to make plays for another team, the next team that he plays for. So I'm gonna go with actually Arizona with the points. See, I really, really that was a really long explanation and <laughs> a lot of emotion and hate went through that. Um, but still I all ultimately went with Arizona. See, the problem that I have with this game here is is that this will not be one of the games that's on my TV on Sunday. No. I still think Kyler Kyler Murray needs a booster seat. Arizona's team is not really anything to write about, nor Listen, the fucking Falcons. Hold on a second. I've met you in person, and you're not the tallest of individuals. 
but I am taller than Kyler Murray. By what? An inch? Two inches. So what are you the lead? uh, Are you the head of the lollipop guild or what's going on? Yes, I am. (laughs) Yes, I am. (laughs) I don't get, I don't get too many opportunities to be taller than people. So fuck Kyler Murray. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. You got a personal vendetta against Kyler Murray. To me, uh, to me personally right now, the only two people that really make any sense in this game are going to be Chandler Jones and Tyler and Terrell Suggs. Uh, They're right. the only, I agree with that. Those, those are the only two items you really can talk about. Atlanta's offensive line is fucking miserable. Yeah. However, Atlanta still does have Julio Jones and Snoo. I'm prob- I'm I'm going to bite my tongue on this one, but I'm taking the Falcons. You kind of want to change my voice, but here's the thing. I'm always. This is why I always. It's where I get in these these predicaments because I'm a you know I'm from Kansas. I'm a Big Twelve guy. I love. I always want to bet on the Big Twelve dudes. So I'm, but I, I, you know, Atlanta's defense is garbage. So I mean, Kyler Murray, if as long as they hype the ball to him and he's the quarterback, he could probably win the game by himself. Right. You might not have to throw it. I mean, they're playing Atlanta. I mean, if they were playing anybody else, I would be like, oh, yeah, the other team, 100%. But he's a good player. He's a very talented player. He's just on a terrible team. Uh, So I'm still, I I think single-handedly, I kind of want to quote the the 85, the the Bears bros. what if a, uh, you know, Murray? See, I would say this would be this game would be a lot different if they had Pat Pete playing. They don't have Pat Pete yeah, playing. But what if what if what if Pat Pete? Since Pat Pete's not playing, what if Arizona had Murray? I really don't think it makes a difference. I think it does because he's a running machine. Because he's so small, Ricky, you guys can fit in a little spot. I, I still don't. I still don't see that team as gelled as everybody thought they would be by week six. I really don't. I think they were. They they probably should have been better along if supposedly Kingsbury said, "Oh yeah, we hit all of these plays during the preseason. That's why our quarterback didn't look that great." Well. Shit, you're five weeks through. You're what one, three, and one for the first five yeah. weeks. What did you hide away that long? Five weeks into the regular season. Not That's my. They, they want to do something with him. No, I, 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 I clearly think that he's going to be he, like he's not going to be playing there next year. Or what? He's got two years on his rookie contract. Two mm-hmm. years, he's out of there, um, going to play somewhere else. But. I don't know. I still think he can beat Atlanta. Honestly, by himself. Like, he's a really good quarterback. He's a really good player. As small as he is, Ricky. And, no, you know, they had to lower the doors and stuff for him and, you know, make make his locker a little bit smaller. But he's still a really good player. I don't know if you watch a lot of Big 12 football, though, and like to, to, to see the kid play. No, I've seen it there, but again, the college game is different than the NFL game. It truly is. And what? Hey, my bad. Go ahead. I'm sorry, dude. I'm 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 over here picking games, 
and watching Anibal Sanchez throw a no-hitter for the Washington uh, Nationals right now, and Ryan Zimmerman just laid out and made an, an amazing play at first. It's history. in perfect game? It, it's not a perfect game because he just hit somebody back in the um, in the uh, seventh. But do Ryan Zimmerman just laid out and made a great play at first. So and the still- Nationals weren't expected to get there either. Nope. Then they again, were, neither were the Cardinals. So, nah, it's, yeah, it's good. I really wish it had been the Royals, but fuck the Cardinals, fuck St. Louis. Anyways, Maybe. next game. All right, we, we have Dallas. Go. We have the Dallas Cowboys going to MetLife. This game is another four twenty-five game. Okay. Unfortunately, it will be on my local uh, TV station. Playing the New York Jets, Dallas minus seven, under over forty-four and a half. Now, uh, I fed Nick some news earlier this week. Nick, you still got that ready for you? Oh, yeah, I do. I do still have this. Yes, this was a very, very interesting point. And I I kind of found, because I've been reading the app more than anything else, and it was another thing that actually showed up on Bleacher Report, which I hate to say it, Bleacher Report has been very reputable as of late with a lot of the stuff that they've been talking about. Uh. I was just pretty shocked. I, I want Nick to to say this because uh, we've been we've been on and off with Mr. Prescott, and he's been shitty the last two weeks. So I think uh, Nick really should throw this one in there. All right, let me see if I can find it. Let me see if I can find it. Hold on, dude, it's right here. Why? <laughs> Yeah, it was a it was, it was a very very interesting article, and it had to do with uh, Kellen Moore. Yeah, dude. So Kellen Moore is okay. So Kellen Moore used to be the quarterback at uh, Boise State, and um, what they were saying is is that NFL teams. Okay, so he was a he was a former quarter quarterback at at Boise State. Learned a boy. Obviously, he would know the Boise State offense, and that's the offense that they've been using in Dallas. And word on the street is, is that teams have been you looking at the offense ran by the Boise State Broncos to stop the Dallas Cowboys because it's the same exact offense, which is absolutely insane. But at the same time, doesn't shock me for one minute. Because, I mean, think about it like this. First three weeks, it was unstoppable. Last three weeks, it, 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 you know, they, for whatever reason, decide not to run the ball with Zeke and try and uh, have, what's his name, throw the ball? Uh, Dak. Mm. But, oh, wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. Ha- hold on a second. Hold on. One Goddamn minute. Did you just blank on Dak Prescott's name? I did. <laughs> you know what though? Like, I, I'm, I'm just getting, dude, I'm getting say old, bro. This. I'm not gonna lie. I'm 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 getting old. I'm not, I'm not, I'm... <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Karras who's turning 40 before you. Just remember that. <laughs> oh, I know. How old are you? I... Like it really in real talk. How old are you, Nick? I'm 36. I'm turning 35 next Friday. I mean, come on, dude. We're not that old yet. 
I'm still like I'm, I'm still fresh enough. Maybe in my one year difference, <laughs> maybe I'm fresh yeah. enough to know that the last six shows you've ranted about Dak Prescott as your as oh. poster boy, and then all of a sudden you're like, and uh, Ezekiel Elliott and. Oh, what's, what's, what's his fucking name? Uh, oh, Dak Prescott, the guy that I've been screaming about for eight shows. Well, you know what, I, though? I just had to call you out on that, buddy. I just had to call you out on that. Well, I, I did do a little bit of research while sitting on the shitter, and believe it or not, the comparisons between what the Dallas Cowboys have been running currently and basically what Boise State currently runs – like their offense really hasn't changed that much. No, it has since Kellen Moore has left Boise State. They are more of a pass-first offense mm-hmm. than they are a rushing offense. So if you kind of will put the similarities together, Zeke has been back what since week two. Mm-hmm. So in four weeks, Zeke has really not touched the ball very much. No. And what's been happening? Dak has been throwing the ball a lot. So in in the comparisons there, if you're going to run a pass-first offense or that pass-option offense, okay, the similarities are there, and there's enough footage on there for the last few years, even after Kellen Moore has left Boise State, because obviously he was a quarterback in the NFL for a while, that you're going to see those similarities. And – Again, yeah, we can say that Dallas didn't play a lot of great fucking teams in the beginning of the year. Same thing with the Pats. You can say that with a lot of teams that fucking just played against fucking shit teams, a.k.a. Washington, a.k.a. Miami. Mm-hmm. Now the, the, the better defenses are coming up. You saw it a little bit with, with New Orleans. Uh, last week with Green Bay, they're keying in on all of these things that you can legitimately – Go on YouTube and watch. So you're not really stealing signs or or like taping people's practices or whatever, but you're seeing those similarities drift over. And until Kellen Moore can really figure out how to switch that offense up and make it that misnomer that it used to be, Dallas may be in for a long, long trip. True. And in this game here, I mean, Dallas is favored by seven. Mr. Mono comes back this weekend. Uh, he, he's not going to have his tight end. He's out again with another injury. Uh, it was his leg earlier. Now it's his shoulder, I think, or his neck or whatever. So this one here is just going to have a lot of fun. I mean, but Darnold's just going to be coming back to a dumpster fire on its own right. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, no, I agree. I'm not, I, I personally will not spend too much time on this. I got Dallas winning the game. They're going to rebound. Um, you know, Dak had a pretty average game last week. You know, he threw for a lot of yards, but, man, those three picks hurt. Um, he really let Green Bay get into his head. You could tell, especially after that last that last pick when Zedaria Smith, which is all up in um, Dak Prescott's face, you could tell that they were getting to him. But I think in this game, he bounces back, and it's a big game for Dallas because um, – you know, before you know it, Philadelphia is sitting there at, I think they're what, two and three, three and two, something like that. Yeah. So 
if you know this is a big game for Dallas, but there's I I just don't see them losing to the Jets. No, I a hundred percent agree with that, and I hope my niece is watching or watches the playback because I'm gonna go with Dallas on this one. And and here's the reason why. I do not think I mean and, and Darnold's back. Well how how long was he out? What four he was weeks? out since uh, since week two, so he's out. He was out three weeks. Three weeks with mono. Yeah. Fuck you, dude. They don't, honestly. That's irresponsible for the Jets. I've had mono, and granted, I wasn't as great a physical condition as Darnold, but I didn't go to work for a month, and then for three weeks after that. I did half days every other day because it's a lot. I mean, mono, like it's the closest thing you get to dying without actually dying. It can't kill you, but you want it to so bad because it sucks. And you're telling me after three weeks, this guy's done with mono. I'll give him two more extra weeks because he's more like, cause I'm a fat shit and he's not, he's like a physical, you know, he's a athletic specimen. I'll give him that. He is not ready. He is not ready to play this game. And even though a doctor cleared him, I, he, the fatigue in him is going to be just, he's just going to, if he gets hit, he's going to, I mean, he's going to ragdoll. So I'm going to go with the Dallas Cowboys and hope and send my hopes and prayers to Sam Darnold because I don't want anything bad to happen to him. I don't think he's ready. I, as, a, as a mono survivor, I don't think he's ready for that. Uh, I, my, my, whole, my whole thing is, is that, again, that key piece of that defense is not there for the Jets. And I think that would probably be a game changer if C.J. Mosley was playing. But apparently he tugged on his pud too much, and his groin still hurts, so he's not playing. So I'm going to go Dallas. All right, last 4 o'clock game, we have Tennessee at Denver. Denver minus 2. Hmm. Um, and the Cardinals broke up the no-hit bit. I'm going to go yeah, with Denver. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm with you, Alex. I'm going. I'm going Denver on this. Uh, Joe Flacco's got. He's he, he's four and one. He's got to do something, and I think he's going to do it. Like I, I, I really think this is a good follow up game to the Chargers. I mean, they beat the Chargers. We've talked about how we don't, you know, how we all think Philip Rivers is overrated, but at the same time, the Chargers in the AFC West are a hard fucking team. Like they're, they're an, like we, we said Tuesday, they're annoying. They beat the chargers. That's their one game. They're on a one game win streak. Let's fucking go into it. And, and, and when I think I'm going with Denver, I'm, I'm balls out Denver. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm, I, I, I agree with you. Uh, I think this is a good follow up game for, um, uh, for uh, Denver and and Tennessee, so up and down, like you do, you never know which exactly which um, uh, Titans team you're gonna get. You're gonna get the team that 
you know, beat up on Cleveland. And then they had another signature win that I'm blanking on for the life of me. Or you're going to get the team that played Buffalo last week and lost. And, and, oh, they beat Atlanta on the road, you know. So I think this is that team that you're going to see that's going to be on the letdown. I think Denver is going to try and pull up and, and somehow try and make the AFC West a little bit more, um, competitive. Uh, and I think Joe Flacco has, has himself another good game. So I'm taking Denver as well. I don't know. I actually just looked at the, uh, the total defensive stats and believe it or not, the Denver Broncos are number seven in the NFL in defense, even though they went, I believe it was the first three or four games without a sack or a turnover. Right. And it, it is a dramatical difference. I just can't rely on Denver's offense. Like I, I mean, yeah, Joe Flacco had a pretty good week last week, and it was the it was the San Diego Chargers. But then again, the San Diego Chargers in the second half are always laying big fucking eggs. True. So I I I, I can kind of expect Denver's offense to pick up a little bit on that. But you know what? I don't think I really want to get off of the the Tennessee Titans just yet. Uh, it's still kind of early for me to even say, you know what, this is one of those teams that you can just run away from. They still do have Derrick Henry. I rely on him a lot because he's a great running back. And if Denver's defense isn't going to pressure as much without, without Chubb being there, I think that may open up the window for a bigger running game for the Titans. That really, that is, that is a very big significant difference without Chubb there. The defense is a little bit softer, so I think I'm going to go Tennessee this way this week. You know, I'm going to go dead. I'm, I'm, that's just that's just where I'm going to go, um, and I think I'm on the wrong game. No, I'm on the right game. We're on Den- Denver. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm going to. Yeah, I, I, I think I have the faith in Joe Flacco. He's honestly been one of my like secret favorite quarterbacks. I really like the guy. I've been thinking about buying like a Mitchell and Ness jersey, like the official ones with the embroidery and all pretty, but I don't like him that much. Right. So I think I'm going to go, I'm going to go with the Broncos going with the Broncos on this one. Who do we have next, Rick? We've only got like two more games. Yeah. It's the Sunday night game. And then the Monday night game. Uh, Pittsburgh traveling to for said LA Chargers. This one here, this line has. This line here actually had a weird freaking jump throughout the week. Opened at five and a half, is now at six and a half. Chargers minus six and a half. So they're laying almost a touchdown. Uh, spread to the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Look, I I'm just gonna say this. Um, I, I I don't follow. I follow. I mean, obviously, I follow football, but I don't see anything that the Steelers can do to the Chargers, and and. The one in four Steelers. Thank God they won a fucking game against the what was it, the Bengals? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The Bengals. You beat the Bengals this year. Hold on. We'll just give them a 
I was waiting for the sound effect to come. So no, and I'm gonna take Philip Rivers, even though I think he's way underrated, uh, overrated. I'm just not going to. I'm not going to bet against the fucking Chargers on this one. I, I there's no way you could. Without Roethlisberger, without I mean, the, the, even with Roethlisberger. Uh, uh, Pittsburgh completely found out that like, oh hey, you know we don't need Le'Veon Bell, we don't need Antonio Brown, and then hey, we're one and four guys. Hey guys, you guys want to come back and play? Guy, hey guys, guys, you guys want to come? Father oh, God, I'm just talking to myself, and that's the way Pittsburgh is playing this year. So yeah, man, I. I'm going. I'm. I'm going. AFC West. I'm going with the Chargers. Yeah, I'm with you, Alex. I'm going with the Chargers too. I just. I just don't buy. Um, what's going on, in Pittsburgh? It is. Is. Uh, is what's his name even going to play after he got knocked out last week? Uh, no. Oh God. If they, but they're only like fourth quarterback now. Like three of them. Three of them motherfuckers have gotten knocked the fuck out. So far, the in- I will get that button by next week. By the way, so far the uh, the injury report for the Steelers is Mark Barron out, Nick's out, Rudolph out, Samuels out, James Washington out, and then questionable Stephen Nelson. Fuck yeah, you know- Uncle Rico, they're gonna call him up. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know who else is gonna, you know what else is gonna be out? <coughs> Excuse me, a win for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Give me the Chargers. Both yeah, ways. I mean, well, maybe. before you before you want to go ahead with that pick, according to what I just read here, L.A. could also not have Russell o- Russell Okun, offensive lineman, Pouncey center, offensive lineman, no Melvin Ingram the third, uh, and no Hunter Henry, so yeah, they're possibly going to be out like seven players themselves. Yeah, but that's like really like, do they have any impact players? Other than like O line players, and I'm not saying that O line players are deep. Well, you figure, but Ingram, Ingram's teams, defensive end. Yeah, that's that. That's that's that the uh, the matchup the with uh, Mr. A, Bosa. A good one, but so Ingram's but, uh, out for the Steelers. No, for the no, Chargers. Chargers. I thought Bosa, these are these are all the oh, these are all Joey all Bosa the Chargers players play. that are going to be out. Josie Joey Bosa doesn't play for the Chargers anymore. He does. But think of it this way, though. That pass rush now with Ingram possibly being out for the game on Sunday, plus you're also losing two offensive starters on the on the line, that's going to make it very, very interesting. It could be a slugfest at that point. No, I don't. I mean, I don't see it happening. I just don't see it happening. I could be wrong. I've been wrong before, but I just don't see... Pittsburgh doing that to the Chargers. I really don't. Nick, tell me if I'm wrong. Ricky, tell me I'm wrong. No, dude, I I, I agree. I just to be honest with you, I just don't think that Pittsburgh right now they're is not a good spot. They're not in a good spot. And I just don't I just don't see it getting any better. So I will take uh, I'll take LA in a heartbeat. All right. Uh Monday night football. It's Detroit at Green Bay. It's a- 
All right, it's Green Bay minus four, under over 45 and a half. This is Detroit coming back, coming back off of their uh, bye week because they were off last week. Uh, obviously, they went 2-1-1 one, and one in the first four games. Uh, this week, you're going to have Chicago, Indy, Oakland, and Buffalo off. A lot of twiddling thumbs for most of our teams. Um, I, I'm enjoying it. What's well, twiddling thumbs for me this week? The difference for me is is that Green Bay had that resounding lead in the Dallas game, and then Dallas did actually come storming back. It, this is a tough one. I, I really couldn't even pick this one right off the bat unless I had a little bit more info. I'm going to go with Green Bay. Uh, I think Green Bay, I mean, it's nothing against Detroit. Like, Detroit has really, for the most part, played well. They played hard against Kansas City a couple weeks ago. Um, But in this one, like, dude, I kind of like the way Green Bay kind of just went into Dallas and was able to establish the run, something that I think they they missed out big time on against Philadelphia. They came out against Dallas and shredded that defense, especially on the ground up. And I'm hoping that Aaron Jones can at some point like really be a vocal point of this offense because I don't feel Aaron Rodgers is that kind of quarterback where he can continue to keep, you know, pulling the rabbit out of the hat. Like they need to become more of a complete team. And I thought last week, just seeing the way Aaron Jones was running through the uh you know in in the red zone, you know, um I just I just I I don't know, dude. I I really like Green Bay. Uh, Detroit's like I said, Detroit's played hard. They play well, but I know they're coming off the buy and they're fresh. But Green Bay is coming off a big statement momentum win against uh against Dallas. So I I, I like I like Green Bay in this. I think did I think did, did something happen to Aaron Rodgers in that game on uh, oh, on he's Sunday? Playing well, it says here limited participation in practice. Well, it's Aaron Rodgers. He's like forty. That's I about. Did I think something did happen? He did get, he, I think he did. He might, have, he might have got rocked. I just didn't. I didn't see any like replays of it. Right. They're also saying here limited in practice. Blaga. I know he got hurt during the game against Dallas. Uh, Jimmy Graham is on the list. Mercedes Lewis is on this list, and Traymond Williams is on this list as well. Yeah, dude. I I don't know. I. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is still going to play, and um, I think he's going to be efficient. So I don't, I don't see how Green Bay loses this game. I think they establish the run, and if they get that going, Green Bay is going to be impossible to stop. You know what? Agreed. I, I'm going with Green Bay. You know, I'm going with Detroit. You know, as soon as I was in the middle of saying I'm going with Green Bay. <laughs> And you said, you know what? I'm like, you know what? Actually, for the upset, for for, I think I'm gonna put some money on. Uh, uh for here, I'm gonna go with Green Bay, but I think for the upset, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw about twenty bucks on the on the old Lions. So are you taking gonna take the Lions with the points? Yeah, I think I'm gonna take the Lions with the points. Sorry, Nick. I'm sorry, man. We've agreed too much tonight. We got to disagree. <laughs> no, you're all good. No, I, you know what though? Now that I, I, I'm reading like a little bit more of the preview of the of the game, 
And I, I think at some points with now we're getting at this, this injury list here. And I, I, I've come out and said this quite a few times off the air, and I, I'm going to say it again. I did not like him when he was with the Patriots, but he did help us win. But fucking Danny Amendola is going to play in this game. That That's going to be a fucking... And their, their offense is pretty well off with what they have. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we did, we did kind of go off on uh, the the carry on Johnson train last year until he got hurt. Oh, yeah, he t- he took one to the uh, the glory bag. But you know what? I think that's probably I. I it's Monday Night Football. Yes, it's in Green Bay. I think Detroit's going to show up for this game. I I agree with that. I mean, it's Monday Night Football. Everybody shows up for that. I mean, that's the. It honestly, how, how many Monday Night Football games have we had that were decent? Like the last three, like, I think two, two out of the five. And we're in week six, week six <laughs> out of fucking six games. We need to have let's at two out of the five. So we need this game needs to be the the the, the halfway marker. I think that's. I, I I like this game. I really I'm gonna be excited, and I'm gonna like pinch my nipples and stuff while this game goes on. Just just so it becomes a really good game. I just I'm tired of the I, like just the three that the, they picked the three shittiest teams to play for like the first three weeks. The last two ones were okay, we're, we're good, but I'm disgusted with Monday Night Football. And they have such a great song. I mean, well, I also just read that Todd Gurley's going to be out for that freaking is is listed as doubtful for that 49ers uh, Rams game on Sunday. I believe it to Todd Gurley's not been 100 percent all year. So I believe it. And just so you know, Alex, Sam Darnold is going to wear a specialized pad to protect his spleen. Which is why I agree with Alex, dude. Maybe he's coming back too soon. Like the Jets cannot be that desperate to want to win a game. That- it, because that's the whole thing about mono. You've got an enlarged spleen. I've had that shit, dude. When I had mono, I had to like, I, seriously. And I'm a big dude, like, but I had to fucking wrap my arms as far around around me so I could cough and not. Feel like my guts were spilling out. It fucking hurts, and I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. He's. I'm sure he. I would. I want that sling. I don't have mono anymore, but I wanted that sling when I had it, or when I had mono. I wrapped ace bandage around it just so it would constrict my chest more. So, and I didn't realize it was holding my spleen in because it was so enlarged. It fucking hurts, and if he's wearing a special thing, he is not ready to play he's He's gonna get hurt they're gonna fuck that kid up and he's gonna be done Uh, yeah and they're also saying that if he ends up getting hurt in this game Gase is gonna be out the door oh easily dude because Adam Gase is not a good head coach they never should have hired this fool in in the first place but they did and the Jets suck and like Jets fans are like well wait till we get healthy we're gonna be so much better no you're still gonna suck balls dude 
just call a spade a spade, chalk it up as a loss, and try and do a better job of because, dude, like Jets fans are so frustrated They're talking about trying to draft a Tua when you just drafted Darno a year ago with the third overall pick. Yeah, that's just not uh, it's feasible not, on my end. Yeah, dude, it's stupid. Here's the problem. I got some bad news for you. The clock has ticked. And it is time for us to go. Yeah, I have a, say I, our final goodbyes. Nick, tell the people how much you love them. Oh, yeah, dude. Thanks for everyone at watch. Love you guys a lot. And uh, go Bucks, even though we're playing at 830 in the morning. Wow. Ricky, Ricky, what do you got for the people? Give the precious people out here watching all three of them. I have misery because my team is not playing Sunday. I'm going to go through a little bit of denial, but there will be games of football on TV to watch, and I will be doing my homework. And I'm going to go the same way. Hey, guys. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with Ricky. I've got my, my coach's headphones on, and uh, I'm going to sit and watch football with like dick my dick in my hand and in my pajama pants so it's gonna it's gonna suck it's gonna suck it's really gonna suck like you're have to watch a bunch of games you're like i've got nothing to cheer for today fuck it's horrible it sucks it sucks and i apologize to all you teams that all you fans that have a a bye week this week um but you know We'll be back on Tuesday. We'll, we'll we'll see you there. And we'll all be right there just like waiting to like tell you all about the weekend's events and Monday night's events. I don't really have anything because I'm really sad about not having a game this week and not being able to talk too much about it. So uh, other than that, guys, I mean, I think we've done a good show. Yes, yes we did. Uh, All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, have a good evening and we'll see you on Tuesday. Pain Train Productions presents Arch Rivals Football Season 2. Your starting lineup, Ricky Litwickowicz. Alex Aldape, Todd Rosenfeld, and Nicholas Russell. Enjoy the show.